Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short, about a 13-minute Bible study every day for our podcast listeners, getting us into God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong in our faith and even grow stronger in our faith, since faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. But you know, being in God's Word every day, even for this fairly short period of time, it helps keep us in touch with our in our relationship with God, and it helps keep us focused on our souls and on eternity. Now, you know people in your life who need to turn their life around. They need to get into God's Word. They need to grow in their faith. They need to start thinking about eternity themselves and their soul's salvation. We encourage you always to share these short studies with everybody you can every day with your friends, your family members, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You can do that easily through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. But make that commitment and start sharing today with everybody and and, and every day. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody get to heaven. That'll be a great blessing for them for sure, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to finish up our third section in this line of thought and study, asking the question, why do bad things happen to good people? In our first section, we gave the one, the one word, bottom line, most fundamental answer, and that's sin. Bad things happen in this world because sin prevails. And so bad things happen to even good people. In the second section, we emphasize that a lot of times we consider people to be good who are not necessarily good from God's perspective, not from the spiritual perspective. And so they are living in a way that is not in harmony with God's will for their lives. They're not living by his teachings correctly, if at all. Maybe they're not even trying at all. But we look at them and we say, well, they're good people anyway. Well, not necessarily. We have to understand goodness from God's viewpoint. And so sometimes people we think are good people and they're suffering bad consequences of something in their life, well, maybe it's a result of their life not being in harmony with God's will. And so they're living in ways that are putting them in jeopardy in different ways of bad things happening to them. In this third section, we have been looking at contributing factors that can happen in people's lives, even in the lives of supposedly good people, that can bring bad consequences. We noted that sometimes poor choices and decisions lead to bad consequences. Even good people, truly good people, good, faithful, dedicated Christians, sometimes they just make bad choices and poor decisions, and they reap bad consequences as a result. We also noted that many people, they venture through life just without God in their lives, basically. Now, they might say they believe in God, but God's not in their head. They, they do not seek to please God by going to his word and learning what his will would be for the way they live their life. They want to do what they want to do. Now, sometimes we call them, some of them at least, we say, well, they're still good people. Well, again, we need to understand goodness from God's viewpoint. And so they live a life that is devoid of dedication to God, basically, and so bad things happen. Sometimes our own actions result in bad consequences. We just make mistakes sometimes. We, we do things that, that are going to result in bad things happening to us. 
And then we also noted that sometimes we choose to enter into relationships that are counterproductive to good things happening to us. We enter into relationships, maybe we're kind of spur of the moment, maybe we're moved by emotion initially, and so we enter into a relationship that turns out to be a bad relationship, and we suffer bad consequences as a result. Well, then we also noted, and we need to remember this, boy, right up front, the devil is our enemy, and he has considerable power to work against us. The Apostle Peter describes him in 1 Peter 5 and verse 8 as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour or destroy. And of course, he's looking to destroy us, to lead us to eternal spiritual destruction. Now, you go on in the next verse and Peter says we can resist him successfully, victoriously, through active, dedicated, obedient faith in God and his teachings. Now, sometimes bad things happen as a result of other people's actions over which we have no control. Sometimes we're just innocent victims. Well, we've talked about that along the way in this particular study. How many times do you hear in the news or maybe read in the newspaper of a drive-by shooting and innocent people, completely innocent people, get shot? Well, that happens, doesn't it? They were simply victims of other people's sinful actions, and they were innocent, they had nothing to do with those situations, but they got hit in the process. And those kinds of things happen over and over again. People steal from innocent people, and they suffer as a result. The innocent people suffer. In 1 John chapter 2, 1 John chapter 2, we'll look at verses 15 and 16. The Apostle John writes this, They have forsaken the right way and gone astray, following the way of Balaam, that is idols, the son of Beor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, but but he was rebuked for his iniquity, a dumb donkey speaking to a man's voice restrained uh, the madness of the prophet. I said Balaam, uh, bad prophets, you know, the way of the son of Baor. Ultimately, Balaam was supposed to be a messenger from God, but he went the way of false teachers, people who did not believe in God, and he actually was doing the work of idol worshipers. And God stopped him along the way and caused a dumb donkey to start talking to him. (laughs) He should have gotten the message there for sure. But again, sometimes we're just innocent victims, just innocent victims. When we look at chapter 5, when we look at chapter 5 in 1 John, and I was reading from 1 Peter before, 1 John chapter 5 and verse 19, we know that we are of God and the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. Now we come back to So again, we need to recognize the devil is out there and the devil is powerful. He's powerful. We come back to chapter 2 in 1 John. We look at verses 15 and 16, and John gives us the, the warning that we need to heed. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, these are all worldly ways Ultimately, 
contributing to sinful lifestyles is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. The devil has great leeway or latitude to do his evil work in this world. And we need to be aware, and we need to be on guard. So let's not walk in the ways of the world, because ultimately that's going to lead to bad things happening to us. Jesus, he compared the two pathways through life. There are only two. There's no middle ground. There's no third alternative. We're either walking down the pathway of destruction, which is wide open, no holds barred, but it's going to lead us to eternal condemnation in hell. Or we're walking down what Jesus describes as the narrow pathway, the straight, entered through the straight gate. And that's a pathway that requires diligence because it is the pathway of truth. And truth is always narrow. And Jesus said that truth, that pathway that is straight and narrow, that's the godly way to walk and ultimately leads us to heaven itself. So we need to recognize those two realities and alternatives, and we need to set our course through life accordingly. We don't want to end up in eternal condemnation in hell. Well, be wise. Open your eyes. Make the right decisions. Walk down the pathway of godliness, living by God's teachings according to his will. In 2 Corinthians 11, verses 13 through 15, Paul said, such are, apost such are false apostles, deceitful work workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if, he ministers, if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. And so here, Paul is talking about how the devil is a great deceiver. He can make, he, he's, pretty, he's pretty skillful at portraying if we're not opening our eyes, if we're not, again, aware of God's true teachings, He's pretty skillful at making wrong look right, evil look good, and good look evil. And he even talks about how there are false teachers out there. They claim to be apostles. They're false teachers. They claim to be ministers of the gospel, but they're false ministers because they're teaching false doctrine. And so we need to be careful because the devil uses many avenues and agents to lead us away from faithfulness to God, and bad things will result. Finally, sometimes things just happen. It's nobody's fault. It's just part of life. There are things that are just part of living in this physical existence in this world. And, and again, nobody's fault. They just happen. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 17, here the Apostle John wrote, the world is passing away. Well, we just noted that a few moments ago, but what's the result of that? Well, everything in this world decays. Everything degrades, including our physical bodies. And so sometimes we wonder, why did that person have to die so young? Maybe it was just part of the natural process. They had some problems internally with some of their organs, or maybe they caught a disease that was transmitted maybe by nobody else's fault. But 
it was just a disease that was in the atmosphere and, and, and they got in touch with it and they received it and they died. Well, that's part of the ways of this world. That's part of living th this physical existence in this world. Bad things are going to come and we notice them all around us, but they're going to come on a regular basis and we need to be on guard. Sometimes though, they're just part of life in this world. They just happen. In Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six, we read from the wise man, there's a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away. You see, that's part of the reality of this world. Everything is not always peachy keen. It's not always hunky-dory. Things happen in our physical existence in this world, and it's just part of living in this world. Just as surely as we are born, unless the Lord comes again first, we will all die physically. In fact, the Hebrews writer said in Hebrews chapter 9, it is appointed unto men to die once, but after this the judgment. In Ecclesiastes, I'm sorry, in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and, verses five and 6, the, uh, the wise man wrote this, Proverbs chapter 3, and verses 5 and 6. Notice. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. What we need to do is center our life in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We need to have the Bible, and that's part of what today's Bible class is, is about, as our guidebook through our daily living. Our focus needs to be on heaven and not on this world primarily. We need to learn the lessons. Why do bad things happen to good people? There are all kinds of contributing factors. Let's make sure that we are not one of those contributors to bad things happening to ourselves. Let's turn to God. We'd like to help you. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com or you can call us at 402-498-8397. We'd love to talk with you, study with you. We'd like to provide a Bible study for you for free. We'd like to pray with you. We want to help. We want to help you get to heaven. Let's pray. Father, help us to keep our focus right. Help us to keep our focus on you and on an eternal home with you in heaven and to not see this world as our primary dwelling place. Help us to beware of all of the evil that's out there and to stay away from it as much as we can. Please, Father, help people to see the light. Help us to be part of that light to help them see their way to you for forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.